Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. All right, welcome to the Side Action, episode 27 of season 5. My name is Jim Weglars, a.k.a. Wegs. You can follow me at Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram. And I'm Steve Roberts, a.k.a. Action. You can follow me on Twitter at 31SRoberts. Follow the podcast at Side Action Pod on Twitter and Side Action Podcast on Instagram. So, Action, how, how was the weekend? Uh, you know, obviously the f- season finales and stuff. Um, I think you had some show, a golf show. Did yeah. you buy a golf bag? Got a new golf bag. Yeah. Nice. That was the highlight of the weekend after a pounding snowstorm that we got Friday night. Did some shoveling yeah. early Saturday, and then we hit the golf show for a couple hours. My it's bag so is bizarre. Sore. It, it doesn't snow here this year. Really? It's like avoid Chicago. It's really huh. weird. That, That's nice. It, it rained. rained on Friday, but yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then um, just kind of hung out outside of that, watched some basketball. Same on Sunday, some Indiana and Purdue basketball games. So it was an enjoyable weekend. How about you? As I mentioned, had a visitor from out of town. Saw Creed three, pretty good, enjoyable movie. Saw it in IMAX, so the boxing scenes were in your face. Cool. Uh, also mentioned, I guess we had hot pot. I had hot pot in 25 years or something. It was really delicious. Um, went uh, Afro beats dancing on Saturday night till 2:45 in the morning. You know, that's me. Played volleyball a couple times and. Yeah, just a, a general general good time action. Uh, so, you know, definitely looking forward. I'm, I'm ready for Vegas. I can I have the staying power to stay out late. I'm not sure all you guys do, but you know I can do it. That's okay. That's what Captain <laughs> is made for. Um, <laughs> so, you know, looking forward to it. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's okay. Don't worry, Action. You'll be fine. You'll we'll see. You're young. Yeah. yeah. Maybe after the first night, we'll get some extra energy. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's let's talk about college basketball. Let's talk about our picks from last week, which are not as good as the week before. But um, and then we got these conference tournaments. We'll focus on the big ones versus the small ones, like last week. So you know, going over these picks, um, you know, we we did like USC going against Arizona. Arizona did get the big win mm-hmm. uh, in this one, 87-81. They looked pretty good in that matchup. They didn't look so good against UCLA, uh, which. <laughs> We, you know, in that one, you know, UCLA did did take that one down, 82-73. Unfortunately, they went over the total, yeah. uh, which I did bet personally, so I wasn't happy about that. Um, but, you know, still, UCLA looks, looks good. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned on the pod, I think last week, Texas won, and they did cover the number. They actually won pretty easily, but maybe that was because Kansas, Kansas had already locked up the Big 12 title. Maybe it was a little less motivational spot. So uh, Texas 175.59, but I'm not sure how interested the Jayhawks were in that one. Yeah, that's true. I mean, tough road spot, too, going to Austin in that position. I always felt like Texas was going to rise up and win that game. Yeah. In the ACC, Miami did win the game against Pitt, so they you know took first place in the ACC and went over on 157. Uh, actually, I didn't put the score on this one, but this was a nip-tuck game. It kind of came down to the wire. Uh, but Pitt, uh, you know, didn't get it done, but they stayed within the number of seven and a half. So good for them. They're going to actually still have to win some games in the ACC tournament to advance the big games. That's what everybody's saying. It's wow. really weird. I think it's unfortunate for Jeff Capel's team, but 
even though they're pretty decent seed, they I think they're going to have to at least, at least win one game. I watched a majority of this game and was really impressed with the way Pittsburgh battled. They were in it right till the end. I mean, they had a shot on the last possession to tie the game. So it was yeah. a great game. And that's the thing about Miami. They can't close the door on anybody. So we'll maybe talk about that next week. Uh, I don't really trust them late in games, even though I like their guard play. They can score on anybody. They just can't shut anybody down. Yeah. Um, the Villanova angle didn't work out for us, actually. It's working out tonight. They're kicking butt tonight. Um, but they did not play well against UConn. Um, you know, UConn won 71-59. Maybe this is more about UConn playing up to their potential because they actually – they're actually the favorite to win the Big East championship this year in the, the tournament, which is for a four seed. That's pretty good. Yeah, and up to fourth now in Ken Palm. They're one of the few teams that are top 15, both offensively and defensively. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, they, they hit the skids early in Big East play. We'll see if they can keep – I'm going to see how they play in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so Memphis-Houston, I, you, you finally got back at your action again. <laughs> That one got a counter punch at you. Memphis played really well. It came down to kind of a last-minute jumper uh, by Houston to win, so they continue their win streak, and they're still number one in the country. But Memphis, you know, they show that they can play with those guys, and they only lost by two, 67-65. Yeah, what a uh, shot by Jamal Shedd at the end there. That was pretty entertaining. Exactly. Uh, you know, lastly, we were talking about Indiana against Michigan. Um, Indiana was, uh, you know, three and a half – Point favorite, more or less, in the closer. Again, another tough game. Um, Michigan forced overtime. It was a really good game. And it, you needed overtime for that overaction, but we got it. Yeah. 75-73. Uh, but you know, Indiana wins the game, but they don't end up covering that number. Wild back-and-forth game. Indiana was trouncing them in the first half. And then the last two minutes of the first half, I think Michigan went on a 10-0 run to cut it. And then just opened in the second half and blitzed Indiana. It seemed like they were going to win the game going away, but they got cold in the last five minutes, and Indiana battled back. And then uh, in overtime, I felt like we were going to get to that cover, but unfortunately, the ball fell to Race Thompson on two occasions, and he went 0 for 4 from the free throw line in the last couple of seconds. That could have uh, iced this cover. So what can you do? One of your buddies at the player pool mentioned that. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I, in the family chat, we, of course, were all in Indiana, and uh, my, my dad's buddy, Dvorak, texted. He's like, well, I think race is due. He, he's going to make two here, and we're going to cover it. And I was like, I responded, and I said, I think the odds of that are like 10 to 1 at this point. So, And then he missed both of them. Clang, clang. But uh, Michigan has some work to do, too. They're not guaranteed in the field either. Um, so we'll see. They have to probably win a game at least. Uh, they're right on the bubble there. I'm glad to see Wisconsin lost today. A little loose flash. Me too. Wisconsin lost. Can we stop talking about the Badgers? They're out. Bounce the buzz cuts. <laughs> the buzz cuts. I like it. So there's so many teams in the bubble. We'll talk about that in a minute. But there's so many teams in the bubble in the Big Ten. It's kind of crazy. So as we go into these big conference tournaments, you know, there's six of them that we're going to talk about. You know, there's there's already been, as of tonight, I think COVID is going to punch. You've got 13 bids that have already been punched. There's another one that's going to go out later. Um, so, but the big tournaments, they're all basically Saturday and Sunday, right? With a couple, you know, the Big Ten always being the last one. Mm-hmm. And they always talk about that maybe that doesn't even matter in the seating at that point. But hopefully you're going to be there. Let's start with the ACC. Um, we've talked about how the ACC has been down all year. Hasn't been that great. 
And with that, I think these numbers reflect that. Duke, who is not, they're the four seed as well in their in their uh, in the ACC. They're the plus two sixty favorite to win this thing, followed by Miami and Virginia, who actually you know tied for the conference. And then you have you know North Carolina. I didn't list. I think Pitt's somewhere in there too. No, Pitt's plus twelve hundred. North Carolina did win today in convincing fashion, or they're about to. Um, plus 600, and then I kind of like NC State in this group, plus 1,300 because of the guards, just as a long shot. I think Duke's going to win this win this thing. They're playing really well. I don't know if you're watching them lately, but they obviously beat North Carolina. We didn't talk about that, but they're playing really well. Yeah, Duke, uh, that was a convincing win on Saturday night at North Carolina, <laughs> and I think really cemented their place in the top of the odds board in this tournament. Uh, but I'm with you. I think that there's some value on some teams lower down the board. I actually uh, like Virginia Tech a little bit. I know they're playing NC State here shortly, navigating okay. to the game. But I think they're a team that could make a run here and uh, scare some of these foes at the top. Right. Now, I don't know if you saw, I mean, North Carolina, I do like them because they're talented and they just haven't played well. It's really on the guards. But I don't know if you saw, Baycott rolled his ankle in this game. Mm, no. He was hurt in the first half. He went out of the game, came back, but they were winning by, you know, 15, 17 points. They, they pulled him. So we'll see how he plays tomorrow. They really need him to, to advance deeper. And I don't think they're going to – even if they make the final game, I'm not sure they're guaranteed a spot. Yeah. They definitely have to get to the final. Yep. So as we move in the Big 12, this is, you know, the quote-unquote best conference in America. Let's keep saying this. Uh, I do agree, I mean, based on Ken Palm, we've talked about it most of the year. They have some great teams, whether they're elite teams, we'll see. Kansas, of course, is the clear favorite at plus 225, but Texas isn't that far down at plus 300. You've got Baylor at plus 350, TCU at plus 600. I don't know why everybody loves K-State. I, I don't really see them as a two-seed, but they're plus 800. Further down the board, I went for I went for it, man. Oklahoma, baby, plus 6,000. Who cares? I figured it's, a, it's the only way they can make it in, and they've beaten some of these teams. It's a total long shot. They probably won't do it. But I also like West Virginia plus 1700 who won convincingly tonight. Yeah, I uh, I don't hate the West Virginia call. I mean, they have been playing well too, and they crash the glass just like they do year in and year out. Um, yeah. I haven't bet anything in the futures market in this tournament. I'm, you know, presumably I think Texas and Kansas are going to be there in the end. But you never know. I think this is one league that particularly see some upsets throughout their history. Yeah, I think TCU is another team that can go deeper, uh, but I do. Th- I still see Kansas winning the winning this one. It's just I'm just trying to get a hedge position. Actually, yeah. you know that. Yeah. And then let's talk about the Big Ten. Uh, Purdue obviously the clear favorite at plus 150, but they have struggled down the stretch as we've, as we've mentioned. Indiana plus 450, Michigan State at plus 600. They haven't played great. Maryland has kind of fluttered lately at plus 1050. How about these other guys? Iowa plus 1100, and then my guy Jalen Pickett plus 3200 for Penn State. They got to play. They got to play Illinois in, in the first game, but they've beaten Illinois twice. Mm-hmm. And this guy's a really good player. I uh, I don't fault you for looking at Penn State, especially at that number. I I don't think that Illinois can beat them. I've already bet them plus three tomorrow on Thursday mm-hmm. evening, and um, I, I think Penn State is going to sweep them and go three and zero. And then after that, they have a favorable matchup against Northwestern, whom they should exactly. have beaten this year as well. So, I mean, if you win those two games, you're into the quarterfinal. I'm sorry, the semifinals. And uh, I think you definitely have a tremendous opportunity at that point. And then on that side of the bracket, you're facing off against presumably Indiana. 
and uh, Penn State is certainly alive in that game as well. Yeah, so that's the point. I'm hoping they get that far, and then I can hedge a little bit. Um, but we'll see, one game at a time. But you know, we're just talking a little, little cheddar cheese here. You know, a little five ten, five ten buck thing. Yeah. But hey, I'll take that. You know, if they get a little deeper. Uh, uh, yeah. Is there anybody else in this tournament? Do you, I mean, Iowa obviously we know can shoot the lights out, but and they've done no, not I, not in a. I'm not, not into Iowa right now. I think that uh, if they do win tomorrow against Ohio State, which I'm not so sold on either, I'm going to be looking right. to back Ohio State again after that performance today against Wisconsin. Then I think that Michigan State is going to clean up regardless of opponent. They're playing really well right now, and um, they've got some revenge on their mind after that comeback in Iowa City a couple weekends back. I didn't mean to jinx jinx. Uh, well, I guess you're on the boiler side anyway. I, in the article, I said Indiana was going to beat Purdue for the third time. Wow! So and the title. we'll see what happens. That would yeah. be cool. I did back Indiana at 550 right on open, just because mm-hmm. of the draw here. I mean, they yes. are going to face off against Minnesota, Nebraska, or Maryland in the quarterfinals. And I mean, Maryland is a totally different team on the road outside of College Park, College Station, yeah. College Park, College Park. Uh-huh. And uh, if that plays uh, plays into that way then it's going to be penn state or northwestern and so i think they could easily find themselves in the championship yep and that's like you said northwestern is hey, look they're going to make the tournament i'm happy for the wildcats happy for chris collins i think they're going to much like texas a&m more on that later they're going to meet their their level because they're not yep. they're playing over their heads so yep yep in the Big East now, you've got – this is, again, like I said, with Duke, UConn is plus 230, even though the four-seed in this, in this conference, Creighton – I'm sorry, Marquette is actually the one-seed, but they're plus 350 odds. Creighton is second in odds at plus 275, and, and I think they might even be the three – no, the two-seed. And then Xavier is the three-seed, mm-hmm. plus 550. Is, is Xavier, Xavier the two-seed? Xavier two, Creighton three. So it's interesting how these odds do not follow the seeding at all which means that, you know, Creighton and Xavier are going to face off if it advances, and then you get Marquette against UConn. So, um, and you, I know you like Nova. It looks like they're going to win tonight. They're plus 550. There's no other long shots down on the board for you. I mean, you know. Uh, did you see DePaul? They got a huge win today. Oh, against Seton Hall? I missed it. Yeah. Oh, nice. They actually, it was at the buzzer. <laughs> Seton Hall guy's going up for the layup. DePaul guy wipes it from the rim. Woo, sends it to half court. My nephew Addison plays in the pet band. He's in Madison Square Garden right now. Wow, cool. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he's sending pictures. It's pretty awesome. He gets to stay as long as they stay. It's pretty cool. Nice. So, anyway. That's awesome. Do you like Nova? You're, you're Nova guy still? No, no. no I, I'm off Nova after that loss on Saturday against UConn. I'm, I'm not sure they're going to be able to beat Creighton tomorrow. I actually think that uh, Xavier is a nice pick here at those odds, 550. They got Zach mm-hmm. Fremantle back in the lineup, and they have they were a different team earlier in the season with him in the lineup. He provides some rim protection and another big guy inside to pair with Nanji. So I like I think Xavier could emerge from that south side of the bracket. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think Creighton and actually Marquette, despite Shaka Smart being there. Creighton, Marquette, and Xavier, they don't really play defense. Yeah. <laughs> That's their best defensive team. So should be some fun games. And in Madison Square Garden, everybody gets juiced, you know, playing up there. So Definitely. I still like UConn in this one, but we'll see. I mean, let's see if they're finally going to put it together. they got to show me something. I didn't bet on this on this uh, future. All right, a couple more here. we got the SEC. Uh, we know Alabama's the favorite at plus 150. But then you've got 
Tennessee at plus 275, which is interesting because the two seed, of course, is Texas A&M, plus 525. But I like my Kentucky Wildcats, dude. I'm not, I'm not, not mine. It's Coach Cal. He's actually doing his thing. You know, they were preseason picked to win the win the conference, as they probably should have. They rolls them all the way up to the three seed. They're plus 400. That's a good value on that team. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, this – tournament in Nashville might as well be called Rup South because it's going to be all Wildcats and their Royal Blue all weekend. And I think that they got a pretty good draw on this side of the bracket too. I do think though, Arkansas could give them a little bit of a test if they can get past uh, Texas A&M. I think that uh, Arkansas is a team that they went into Rup earlier this season and beat them. And of course, with Nolan Smith back in the lineup, may take a little couple of tweaks from coach Musselman, but I think that's going to be a fantastic game in the semi on that side. And on the other side of the bracket, I think there's some value on Missouri, Tennessee mm-hmm. lost their point guard, Zach Ziegler, Zakai yep. Ziegler, and then Alabama. Yes, yes. I'm just, I think I'm going to be betting against Alabama for every game the rest of this season, because they're uh, well, definitely the first half action. Bet them against the first half total or uh, spread because they haven't been covering the first half. They storm back in the beginning of the second mm-hmm. half. So I like it. that's an angle. What I will say about your Kentucky-Arkansas thing, you know, Kentucky did beat Arkansas this weekend, which was a really good game, but Kentucky, you know, wore them down in, in the long run. I like Arkansas. You know I love Muscleman. You know I love his wife. we got to talk about this. This is what the podcast is about. You know I love his wife. I've been saying postcards. She doesn't write back. Um, but, but more importantly is that I just, oh, man, they can't score in the half court, dude. Yeah. I, I this team, but they can't score in a half court. If it's not a transition game or they get kind of like a, you know, they, they've got to pound the glass. They do get a lot of offensive rebounds, but it's kind of frustrating to see them because they just can't score when it, you know, when push comes to shove. Yeah. Uh, they had a guy ejected in that game, uh, Davis, I think, his, I think his name is the left-handed guard. He's really important. If he's out down on the floor, they just can't score in a half court. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, yeah, you don't have the odds on here, but I think the play is Missouri at 25 Missouri. to 1. Okay, there you go. I mean, Tommy, my cousin Tommy, would be very happy with that, but I don't, yeah. I don't believe in certain Tommy. I know they're, I know they're in the field of, of 68, but oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're safely in supposedly oh, really? unless they, yeah, they're like an eight eight seed roughly right now, so they're in. They they got enough wins. They got like 22 wins or something like that. All right, the Pac-12. Uh, yeah, actually, usually doesn't even think about the Pac-12, by the way, except one time was a player player pool. What the league? only reason why I started paying attention to them. What league is uh, this? Is it, is it based? What's that? Is this league based in Hawaii? This Pac-12, I haven't heard of it. <laughs> right, it, it's based in the in, in Guam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've got UCLA uh, healthy. Well, they're plus 100, interesting, and then you got Arizona plus 150, so they're right there. There's other couple teams that I want to mention, though. We talked about USC before, kind of lost in the show-me spot against Arizona, plus 700. Oregon's kind of sneaky at plus 1,000. And you had to explain this to me because I put a little chat on this, too. Everybody's talking about Washington State at plus 1,900. Tell me why. I don't know. I, I can't tell you that I know anything about Washington State. I think they beat Arizona or at, at Arizona early in the season or something. So when I was listening to Vincent on Monday – uh, that's all they talked about. Every expert was putting money on Washington State to win it. I'm like, I gotta try. Yeah. It's worth a five dollar option here. Fifty third, according to Ken Palm. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense and offense are both top sixty. That's middle of the road. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. I like the play. 
Why not? Why not? You know, looks for some value. You know, I love UCLA, so I'm not going to put plus 100 on that. Come on, yeah. give me a break. Yeah, definitely get more value rolling money. Betting UCLA at even money, I can't believe that. I would never recommend a play like that for sure. Yeah. So, um, just a couple of other notes. I don't know if you you probably have been watching. Like that's all I'm doing this last few nights. Didn't have a didn't have a check over, so I could watch some watch some games. Um, got to watch Oral Roberts last night. That team's good, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a beatdown. I think they were up by like 35 points at halftime. That was incredible. Well, one of the stats that they listed, though, for that team, and for you guys that didn't listen last week, Oral Roberts comes out of the summit. They are the league champ. They're 30-4 and four now. Their four losses, I don't know if you know this, action, wrote it in the article, is to New Mexico, probably won't make the field, okay? Mm-hmm. Utah State. Right on the bubble, okay. Then they lost to uh, St. Mary's. We know they're in the field. And Houston. Those are the four losses this year. Hmm. This team's incredible. Look, we got to look at them. I mean, yeah. their their Ken Palm isn't great on defense. Otherwise, they'd be much higher. Yeah, but I mean, much improved defensively compared to that mm-hmm. team from two years ago that made that run to the lead eight. And they still have the scorer and Max Asmus that we talked about. But I definitely agree. I think they're more dangerous than they were two years ago. And um, same with um, FAU, too. I think this is a team that is solidly in the field, whether or not they win their conference tournament this week. And that's a team that I think is going to be really hard to beat next week in the first round. Right. The other team that, you know, did end up winning the conference tournament for themselves was uh, College of Charleston. Yep. He did win. Um, you know, it was good because I think Hoster got knocked off or knocked off early, and then they, you know, they beat UNC Wilmington last night. So it's good that they don't have to worry. But they're a pretty good squad, and they play pretty well. I don't know if Liberty's going to make it in. You know, your team, you were all excited. Kennesaw. Uh, Kennesaw. Yeah. You know, I hope you bet on them because we talked sure about did. them last week. Chatham. They won in a what a great game though. It was a really interesting, fun game in that one, and then. I think you even I even saw action tweeting about these small conferences. I'm usually the one excited about it. Um, who was the one that won late? That was UNC Asheville, right? They, yeah, they won it. Asheville with a huge comeback in the last five minutes of that game. They're going to be yes. good too. They're good too. They're they're going to be like a 14 or 15. So those and that always happens now. It, it used to never happen. Those 14s and 15s advance. So. And how about uh, Gonzaga last night? Really oh. just putting the screws to St. Mary's. That is one team that I have circled for next week because they're going to be a little bit lower in the seed range. And I think that they're going to be a dark horse when it comes to tournament time. Well, you know, full disclosure action, I already bet uh, Duke to win the championship. I think that was plus, mm, it was good money. It was like plus 15 to one, maybe something like that. It was 15 to one, I think. And then as soon as I see the bracket, I'm going to bet the Zags too, because I think that they're like, look, St. Mary's, I'm happy that they had a good season. I knew that they were going to get beat last night. I didn't think they were going to get crushed last night. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. This offense can go. And unless they play just a total juggernaut, which, like you said, in the seeding, they could be a three seed. You know, they could surprise a two seed easily and get and get to that Elite Eight. And then and then what happens, right? So I'm definitely going to get a future on uh, on the Zags. You know, just, just local. Not going out to Vegas with that, but mm-hmm. probably do it here local at the, at the Rivers. Nice. 
So real real talk though, you know, as we we don't have a golf tournament to talk about, right? Action. I I know nothing. I, I know it's the players' championship. That's about all I can tell you right now. More importantly, everybody wants to know about the dice throwing last week. Did you get some dice? Did you get some tosses in on Friday? No, not yet. I haven't made the trip. The uh, snowstorm put a damper on things here. We, the only thing we could do is venture out and walk down nine miles to grab dinner. So, I'll have no. to. Uh, See if we can squeeze in something here before we land in Nevada next Wednesday night. <laughs> so good segue action. I led you right into that one. Next week, Wednesday, it's a week from tonight. Roughly this time, I guess, more or less. You're going to be out there about this time. I'm going to be in the, in the air. Uh, we will be in, I mean, we're staying at the lovely Excalibur. Uh, visit us at Excalibur. we got to talk about when we're taping. But we will be at Stadium Swim on Thursday the 16th. That's secured although the night ranger told me he's going to find his tickets we'll, we'll figure that out um i got to check in with prime to see when he's coming in and then obviously meet up with some of my other buddies and i'm excited dude it's going to be fun and despite the the price tags thank god jimmy weggs has a little more money in the bank account i can i can still roll the bones that's right yeah you'll be uh throwing dollar bills all over town <laughs> making it rain that's exactly i'm making it rain here on youtube um so anyway well in preparation for that you got any plans for you know in chicago it's st patrick's day weekend we talked about this it probably should be the following weekend but it's not it's always the saturday before st patrick's day or that day so any plans for you know luck of the irish there not really we're supposed to get more snow on friday like another four to six inches it's our weekly snowstorm so i'll probably uh wake up shovel supposed to pick up the boat on saturday morning and bring it down to eight mile that should be uh, adventurous in the snow. And then uh, we are going to see the Pistons and the Pacers on Saturday night. It's oh Purdue goodness. alumni night, and we get to meet Jade and Ivy in the flesh. That's awesome. Pretty excited. In the, yeah. in the flesh. You going to try to block a shot just one time? <laughs> That'd be cool. I was thinking about trying to find a little basketball or a hat, something for him to sign, but I need to work that out yet. Uh, that's awesome, man. Well, we I'm not sure where we're going to go. On, I know Friday I've got some – tentative plans you know more importantly as you this is important for the podcast listeners because we have so many listeners back waxing friday afternoon baby oh, smart we're not going to have the silver back out there no silver backs this time um so we're, we're going to be ready for this trip but that's friday saturday place in volleyball definitely going to go to a bar don't know which one maybe foreshadows maybe a couple of bars uh for some st patty's fun and then I think I mentioned there was a, some rugby match that a buddy wants to watch on Sunday morning. So I'm getting the liver ready, liver, liver prime for a nice uh, nice trip. A couple of warm-up events. I like it. That's right. So uh, we don't have to do this on the air, but we might as well. We've got some time. Any thoughts on when we should do the taping? Should we do it? still do it out there when I arrive pretty late? Or should we do it, uh, mm, you know, I don't know what we should do here. I, I vote no on Stadium Swim. I think yeah. that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, we could. I I think we should either consider late Tuesday or mm -hmm. or uh, Wednesday after you arrive. Okay. I will contemplate it. I can I can definitely do that. I probably don't have plans on Tuesday evening. So we also have the player draft on yeah, Tuesday, right? Right. Yeah, that could be a little impactful. We could do it before, perhaps, but we'll have to uh, ponder that. Yeah, no problem. We'll figure it out. So just stay tuned, America. We will give you the best picks. And uh, I'm going to ask you this question that the guy at the Four Shadows asked me next week, and I was a priming. It's 
gun to your head, who's going to win the national title? That is the question next week. And okay. uh, it's a tough one. I mean, it's it's a wide open field. So I want to see the bracket before I can really answer that question. If you ask me right now, the answer is Houston. Yeah, they're really good. And I want them to win. Don't get me wrong. I love them. I still like, I know you don't like UCLA. I'm, I'm a UCLA guy, yeah. but, you know, we'll see. They're going to be good, too. It just, I got to see how it shakes out. If, if UCLA or Houston, I mean, it, it looks at, let's look at the draw. Yeah. I mean, especially if, if, let's say, Purdue somehow keeps the one seed. I'm sorry, I'm going to pick on Purdue. That two or three is going to look really good in that, yeah. not in that if region, right? Not if they're Gonzaga, though. I mean, we we touched on Gonzaga. That is a bad matchup for them because Timmy cannot handle Zach Eady in the post. Well, yeah, they don't have anybody inside. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, think about it. You know, stew over it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll go over it next week. So, well, good luck, everybody. Have a good weekend. You know, check out all these teams. It's, it's official March Madness. You know, we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll be getting excited for next week's trip. Follow us at Side Action Pod on uh, Twitter and Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram. And follow me on Twitter at 31SRoberts. Thanks, everybody. That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens, and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. podcast its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made as the side action podcast its owners hosts associates or guests will not guarantee any advice given the opinions and advice given on the side action podcast is for entertainment purposes only gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER intro and outro and transition music credits song titles jerry 5 and district 4 by kevin mcleod at incompetech.org license under creative commons attribution 3.0 creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0